Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen. Thank you so much to all of you who share the show. And if you haven't already, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. So I know all of you saw me and Yaya post about us having a trans guest on the show this week. They had to reschedule. Um, they will be on. They're right. not like scared or anything. Yeah. They, just, they got caught up with work and so they had to reschedule. Um, but we'll announce when they're coming on. And if not, we find it. I have so many people that I can ask. Like so many people referred me to um, so many trans women, but I definitely prefer to speak to a trans man. man How about like one of each? Yeah, one of each because I feel like we always hear from trans women and, and not from trans men. Right, right. I mean, so it's just like. It would be nice to have that conversation with both of them that speak from their own experiences and also have some dialogue because I know that there's some questions that I have on my on our side of the spectrum for most people on our side of the spectrum and you know and educate and have a dialogue an honest raw dialogue. So if you know anyone who is a trans man or a trans woman that is open to having a real raw conversation without being offended or anything like that when we ask a question you know, shoot me or Lauren a, a text or you could send us an email, anything like that. Yes. And continue to send us questions, too, because, yeah. like, I've been kind of just getting them together. Yeah, I, I was really excited. I did a lot of research because I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly um, what I was going to ask. And I didn't want to step on no toes because I know I could I could only imagine what they what they feel like. Because we already marginalized as a self as black women. But imagine being marginalized as a black trans woman. That's a totally different dynamic. So, you know, I had to really educate myself. And I was really ready for this conversation. But we'll probably still talk about what trying to trigger this um, this, this, this episode or why we decided to have a trans woman on the show anyway. Which I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is. Yeah. The Malik Yoba interview with The Breakfast Club. Which was a lot it was a lot it was a lot do you think we should we talk about it now or should we we just hold off i think we should talk about it still and i will still encourage her like listen to it and i'm like like i said i'm even if she doesn't agree i'm okay with that like tell me why i'm wrong for saying the things that i say right and educate me you know like just don't tell me i'm wrong and don't tell me why Mm -hmm. you know i think and i'm and i'm pretty sure we have listeners who are part of the lgbtq plus community who will probably educate us as well so yeah so i hope you guys watched it if you didn't watch it i suggest you guys pause this um podcast go to youtube because they have a whole interview hour episode with uh it is an hour it's an hour it's like it's malik yoba with the breakfast club featuring david johns he's an lgbt activist um i know a woman named nala a trans woman named nala and carmen and carmen who's a trans woman as well yeah it was very interesting so what did you think about the interview um all right as i put on my instagram the interview left me confused afraid yet my curiosity was heightened um and the reason why i was i was i'm gonna speak on afraid first the reason why i was afraid is because well me just talking about confused i was confused because i felt like 
there was so much terminology and so much verbiage that I wasn't familiar with. And to me, it just was, it was just like, wait a minute, like, let's slow down, let's take a break, whatever. And I think every time that Charlamagne and DJ Envy was about to ask a question, they just cut them off and they attacked them for it. Um, that's just how I perceived it. And then secondly, I was afraid simply because of how they reacted to DJ Envy and Charlamagne when they were, when they were going to ask a question. And I'm like, I'm afraid to say anything that may offend anyone. And I, that's not my goal. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want no one to feel uncomfortable in their own skin. But I want people to understand that there are going to be questions that are going to be asked. Right. So when I watched the interview, I think the biggest thing... Um to me that like why they kept getting so mad was basically terminology yeah and i really and okay i am a straight black woman that works for a company that hires a lot of lgbtq plus and the first thing that I was told when I worked for the company when addressing someone is to ask them their pronouns. And that was something that took me a while to adjust to. And I think that when I like misgender someone, they have more patience with me because we were in the workspace. Right. And also they were in a workspace that they felt safe in and they were and then also like you can't wild out on me because it's just like I'm not doing it to be malicious. Malicious. I'm like, I I have to rewire my mind from what I was taught all my life. And sometimes I just wish they had the patience with people. Yeah. Um. And I know that could be annoying because you feel like I gotta have I have patience all day. Like, like, you know, sometimes it might be annoying to keep having to reiterate the same things. But this is something new. It's something new. And it was it was something new for me at my job. And you know how many. T- Still to this day, and I've been with the company for six years. Um, still to this day, like sometimes I fuck up. Sometimes I walk in one of our stores and I'm like, "Hey guys, how are you doing today?" And I'm just like, "Fuck," because yeah. Think, but it's like to me, I'm like, "Oh, I'm not saying like I'm just saying guys because guys is just like it's a, if it was a group of girls, I would say, "Hey yeah, guys," you know what, what I'm so, saying? What's so strange is because when I used to work at Bloomingdale's back in like 2014, no, 2013, and when I worked there, um, we ha- we had a similar situation, and this it was a gay man that one of my coworkers he addressed a couple, a man and a woman, an elderly woman, like they were like you know they they got money from the Upper East Side, um, probably generational well, and he even said hey guys to that couple, and she was I guess considered as a cisgender heterosexual woman, and she got offended by saying hey guys. You know, and you know, at it, it just like it just makes us okay. Makes me aware that okay, you can't just address everybody as that. Even as sometimes some heterosexual women, especially like in the elderly people, or you know, when they come from a certain time period, they don't. Even, some women don't even want to be addressed as "Hey guys." Right. They want "Ma'am," "Madam," or whatever. You know, we just have to be privy and just be careful about what we say and, and how we say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that stuck out for me the most, what I have an issue with or what I have issues with wrapping my mind with is, um, all right, so Malik Yoba was, this one clip with Malik Yoba basically saying how, I guess he was trying to make a point and he was basically saying how um People could say that he's gay for having sex with trans women and it's coming from 
natural quote unquote naturally um, born women that's what he said naturally born women and mm-hmm. david johns yeah wait okay so he, no, i remember hearing that but he was he said like and he oh because they were saying that they kept on saying that what we refer to ourselves as is something that was made up okay like so he they was exactly that's the only point i'm getting okay. to so he kept saying he said he referred to like some people like my lauren and myself as naturally born women and David Johns and Nala was like, no, 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 yes. no, no, no. They are signed. They are signed by a doctor. And throughout the whole interview, it's like they were assigned, signed, assigned, signed, signed by some doctor. Some doctor pull out, you know, some instruments or whatever and say, hey, that's a woman. I mean, that's a girl. That's a boy. That's a female. That's a male. And the issue that I have with it, because they want us to take on the term as cisgender and I never I heard of the term like maybe once and I think I heard of the term because of Alonzo Arnold. Okay. I think I've heard that term and I was having a conversation like maybe like last year with my homegirl, but I didn't really look it up. I was like, I don't know what that is. Whatever. And um I was just like the their whole reaction to it, he's like, No, they're they're assigned at birth, they're assigned at birth, but I'm just like, What happens to nature? When does nature like gets like how do we dismiss nature at this point Mm -hmm. because i feel like okay some people are just not religious some people are just i don't even want to bring god into this conversation let's just think about nature because at the end of the day you need an egg and you need a sperm to procreate Mm -hmm. and the reason why these terms came into fruition is because of those two things we just know even with other animals a lion snake you know even arachnids anything you need a male and a female you need male genitalia you need female genitalia that's how we address it and so i'm just like okay so now at this point at this conversation which i was getting kind of confused and annoyed was like okay we're dismissing science we're dismissing biology we're dismissing nature and i'm not saying how let me put this out there right now I am for whatever you want to do. I don't care how you live your life and who you be, who you're dating does not affect me at all. It does not affect me unless you mess with my man. It does not affect me. It's the only reason why we start feeling the way. Right, it's the only way. I just, I just, I do not care. But, however, um, when it comes to certain things, it's just like I do question because I'm just like. I just want to make make it make sense. So when when David John, who was a big activist, was saying like, "No, they're assigned," and I'm just like, "No, nature assigned me," and I feel like I'm being forced to take on the term as cisgender, which I would never. I'm never going to say I'm a cisgender heterosexual woman who's attracted to cisgender heterosexual men. No, so I I think that's just terms that the lgbtq community uses because i've i've heard of that term since i started my job but i would like you said i'm the same i'm not gonna say like i am a cisgender woman yeah i'm a straight black woman that's yeah. all i got for you yeah. <laughs> like yeah you know what i mean like i can't i'm not breaking things down because there's no need to right like that's what i am right and that's that's one thing i i felt and i felt like i was I felt I was kind of being attacked for not taking on those terms because even from the interview, they want you to address things a certain way. And I'm like, it's a mouthful. I don't have time to break things down to people 
you know, I'm a New Yorker at heart, and that's not in our spirit. That's not in our blood. We don't have time. We don't. We just don't have time for shit. I am all for sensitivity. I am all for like, if you want to be referred to as a her, then be referred to as a her. If you want to be referred to as a him or they or, cause now what I think, what's that singer name? Sam Smith wants to be referred to as they. Yeah, they. What them. the fuck is they and them? So okay, so you have he and him, her and she. They and them. They and them is when you you don't you don't assume any gender, and you know. I just listen. Just tell me what you want to be referred to as, and I got you. No, can we? No, I, because listen, no, no. We there was some shit with Sam Smith. I gotta find this shit on. Um, who posted it? The Shade Room. I didn't see it. I guess for me, it's just like I'm so tired of having these. I know these conversations need to be had for sure, but I want people to be able to live in their truth and be who they want to be. Right, but and I, but don't like stress me out about it. like just give, just give it to me and i'm cool with it you you living your truth should not be at my expense and that's how i feel like you living your truth should not be at my expense expense which i am so supportive of like i don't i will donate i will promote any cause i do not care like i am for everybody living in their truth but it should not be at anyone's expense and i feel like like now like i sent lauren a post about great um good morning britain like they have good morning yeah, america great good morning to britain and piers morgan's which i never agree with nobody likes him <laughs> peter morgan's like he is, could be a very bigoted racist son of a bitch i was surprised that he was still on tv because i know he went through it I, I thought all his shows got canceled or something but the thing is about like overseas it's not the same like over here like if you disagree with the lgbtq plus community you're gonna get fired or you're gonna have to protest or you're gonna have to make a big public apology here like over the like overseas i noticed that they are able to you are able to disagree and it's and he made even as a trans woman on the panel there was a trans woman on the panel okay so let me just bring it back some so basically there the B- bbc is trying to promote that there are a hundred genders that people could identify with and they projecting onto children so there was they supposedly had supposedly had like a, a specialist or expert of of the 100 genders on this panel on good morning and that was Britain. the guy right the, yeah the guy with the glasses harry potter <laughs> that's what i'm calling harry potter and so pierre morgan's and like the rest of the people on there plus a, a transgender woman was just like they don't agree with it because it's just like sometimes it could really just be your personality it's not it has nothing to do with gender it's either you're a female man a female male or trans and I feel the same way too because you can still like I know so many gay men who their personality is it's not that they they definitely are not trans they don't want to transition at all they like their they like their body they just attract a certain way and that's and their personality just dictates how they move and how they talk and things of that nature and now they're trying to create a hundred genders and and they now they want to project it onto children into schools and what I have an issue with is like I should be as a parent I should be the one who's dictating. The conversation with sex because that's what that conversation leads to mm-hmm. because now they're teaching it to schools and it's just like i'm not ready to have a conversation with a six-year-old about sex you know what i'm saying like yeah no. it's a lot and but then also we have to be kind of like cognizant of- but it's yeah but we can teach tolerance but it, it doesn't always have to be with gender that's the thing like okay they're talking about Oh, you know, something, what is called nucleoid. There was a, 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 a gender called nucleoid. And all that boils down to is the same shit. 
I don't identify with the same I don't identify with any gender okay why does that have to be a hundred different ones mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense because if you read every definition of what they are it's the same thing like a drug a drug a drogynous is someone saying that right androgynous 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 it's the same thing you can't tell if there's a, a if there's a male or a female like you can't tell and it's in and, and sometimes they don't identify as one and that's the case that's the same thing why are we coming up with so many fucking cinnamon cinnamons on the same term mm-hmm. and that's the thing so sometimes like even the trans woman on that show she was just like yeah it could be more like a vibe or just a personality trait yeah i don't think it has anything to do with gender and and i'm like children are so impressionable let me see what the trans woman said on this show she said like i grew up around a bunch of fucking squirrels when i was a kid she thought she said i as a kid i thought i was gonna be around a bunch of nuts in a tree but as i got older i knew that's not the reality and this is what i and she's like i am a woman of of trans experience or whatever i don't mean to cut you off but remember when that girl was raised in the um the woods or something, and she was on all fours. You don't remember that? She she was raised by like wolves, wolves or something. That she was eating, and you don't remember yeah. that white girl. No, but there was, was no, running? but there was there's a there's a there's a there's like a village, and I forgot which country in Europe they on all fours. It's a village, so I forgot what country it is, but they're all they're all on all Man, fours. I just want to stand up one day, just want to be like, oh, how this feel? Yeah, no, but exactly right. Oh, like they all on all fours, and that's how they they walk, they talk. They're like a hunchback of Notre Dame, and that's how they move. But that's what I'm saying. Like for right now, for me, I feel like it's becoming too complex, and I feel like we're being attacked for asking questions that I guess that cisgender heterosexual people would be curious to. And I feel like sometimes if we don't address our curiosities, how can we progress? You know, like when you were a kid and your parents would be like don't touch the stove why because i said so that's the same attitude that we're getting from that well from some people from that community i want to say all but some people from that community and i'm like no it doesn't work that way because it just makes me more curious and i think they their frustration comes from like oh it's like an everyday thing for them like they i feel like they constantly feel like they constantly have to educate people and constantly have to do this and do that but unfortunately like it is something very new and there are a lot of old ass people in this world that are just like what's going on uh-huh, like yeah. super confused and like you know and i'm pretty sure they're getting stares and all this and a lot of things and i know that's like i, I that could be frustrating you it know what probably I'm is and getting judged and and i could only imagine but it's new it is new and that's the thing and i'm like you can't get frustrated because or at, least, at least it being on the forefront is new and just being like in every like you know I don't know, but that's exactly, very new for us. and it's, it's very new for us. Even though it's been out, been a while for a while, but now it's, it's becoming more accepted, and I'm okay with that. Like I, like I said, I believe everybody should live in their truth. I don't think we should make laws to prevent people from live, not living in their truths. I don't believe people should be killed and raped and burned, and it's just it's it's asinine. And I think that's ridiculous. But at the same time, like you cannot. You don't like labels, so don't label me. I'm never going to address myself as cisgender. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. I, last time I, I was born with a female genitalia. I like my pussy. I like my ovaries. Fuck it. I even like having my period every month. I like what my my female anatomy has created, which has it has um, contributed to the woman that I am today. You know, and and that is not an attack. It's not. It's not. But I'm just like I just don't want to be labeled, and I feel like I shouldn't be attacked for not wanting to take on the cisgender label. 
Right. I just don't feel like I should have to do that. But maybe they feel the need to label because... Yeah, they have to. That has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. And I'm... My thing is, like... I I will tell you all the time. I'm not in the space to make anybody feel comfortable. I don't give a fuck what what your gender is, your race, your sexuality. That's, That's a personal issue for me. That's a personal problem. And I'm like, okay... All these terms were created to make other people feel comfortable. The, the majority of the world does not agree with that. So if the majority of the world, if say like 80% of the world is like, you know, if this is something that I just don't agree with, why, why are we being attacked for it? And, and I'm like, I don't want to take all those terms. And I, when I bear my children, I don't want my children to be forced to learn all 100 fucking different genders when it should only be female, man, male or trans that's that's those are the that's it that's the bottom line that's all the genders out there and i'm just thinking like why is it why are we doing all this yeah that hundred gender thing you sent me i was like this is a dub yeah it's not happening there are not a hundred a hundred genders and like let's not drag this i also think it takes the seriousness out of exactly out of like what people are really fighting for and so exactly like let's not drag things and, and I, feel I feel bad. like that was a drag right and i feel bad for the trans community because they're the ones that are kind of like have to deal with that burden when they probably don't some of them don't even want to be a part of that shit either they're probably looking at it like what the hundred yeah 100 like what the fuck are you talking for about what it has nothing to do with that and mm-hmm. and and also too like when i thought about it, i kept i i watched the interview more like more than once because i was like i need to make to get some understanding because i kept reviewing certain clips because i was just not grasping like the whole assignment thing like the like there weren't even doctors back in the day they just knew like okay you have a dick you have a vagina they come together life comes comes together so that's how they was able to identify things i understand science and things change like i understand understand intersectionality intersexuality i get that like sometimes like you know things happen in uterus where you could have both man male and female genitalia that's a totally different discussion totally understandable you know that's something that happens biologically but for me to say to for you to tell me that i was assigned by a doctor at birth that i no i don't i'm okay with i don't feel like my like i am trapped in another body i don't feel like that and i don't feel like i need to take on a different term now somebody else that's a totally different story and i and i sympathize with them and I want them to feel comfortable, you know, because I don't know and what we that's want like. You to be you, yeah, but don't make me feel crazy because I I'm comfortable with the way I am. I don't want to take on those terms. Yeah, I do think some of the things in that interview could have, yeah, it went would have left you feeling like so. Wait, I'm not, and you're saying that this is only he's, he's saying because David John he was like, no, you're not naturally like that. And even if you go on his Instagram page, he posted a clip. And people were really trying to understand, like, especially women. She was like, some women were like, I was born this way. I was born with breasts. I was born with a uterus, ovaries, fallopian tubes. I bear children. I breastfeed my children. So you tell me I'm not natural? Because he's saying, like, that's not natural. They didn't like the term natural born woman. Yes, they didn't like that. Because Malik Yoba kept using Dude, that natural. term. Yeah. Um, Like, he would refer, yeah. And they kept, like, saying, like, no, no, no. And... So okay, can, can we talk about Malik Yoba? Yeah. For a second. So I feel like he is not living in, in his, his truth. truth. He's not. 
And I feel like he, he, I think he only did that interview for himself. I'm not going to hold nobody up. Because, first of all, he would barely let the two trans, the two trans women speak. Right. Um, and he kept on reiterating that he was a straight black man and that he loved black women and all this other stuff. Um, but he, Okay, in my mind, and this is just how I think. If you are dating a trans woman and they have had a sex change and, like, they've done everything before they've, you know, started dating you, like, they have a vagina and all of that, I'm not going to say that person is gay. I'm going to say that person is straight. That's just me. Now, if you are dating... Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not letting you talk. If you are dating... If you are dating someone who is trans but has not had a sex change, they have a penis. To me, you are gay. But see, that's what's which is crazy because what I like, I literally prepared myself for this interview because I thought we was gonna have a guest on here. Most trans women don't get their prostate removed. They have their prostate still. They they still have their prostate, and. The reason why I looked this information up because I, I could only imagine what it's like to be a trans woman and they show with prostate cancer. Like right. you, you go through all of this to make sure that you feel comfortable in your skin, and then next, you know, you're not feeling well. There's certain issues. Hey, I have prostate cancer. That is a I'm male like, issue. Like, where exactly is the prostate? Like, I think the prostate is the gooch. No, is it near the gooch? Is that the? This is the prostate. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's, like it's kind of like the gooch. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, that. that's that's the issue that, I, you know, that I'm having. And I'm just like, if you still, oh, if you, most of them still have a prostate. So, I feel like, me personally, this is my personal opinion. And like I said, you can live in your truth. I'm for it. Like I said, I don't care what you do. I support it. But I feel like, if you are having sex with a trans woman or a trans man and you are okay if i was to have sex with a trans man i don't care what surgery you have i if i know that you were a woman woman or born as a female with a uterus ovaries whatever i will be considered as a lesbian you think so yeah even if this person was like looks like a man has a absolutely you would you would say I'm a lesbian. I see. I don't. I feel like that's so confusing. It's not because there because I look at the genitalia. Like I'm thinking about but now. Okay, so bring it back to that. So there was a comment under David John's um, Instagram page. Cause no, he tried to make it seem like oh every woman is not born with a uterus or whatever, whatever. And and this woman said like yeah because that's a biological defect. Most we have to take in consideration. Most women have all their their genitalia and their reproductive organs. They they have their ovaries. They have their breasts. They have they have their fallopian tubes, their uterus, their vaginal canal, their clitoris, their labia, and all of that. Most, so that's a handful of women out of yeah yeah. yeah. So for you to make that comp, make try to make that as like an argument is ridiculous, and I think that's a fact. So. To me, I just feel like me, like I wouldn't. If you tell, if I meet a meet a trans man and he and he tells me that he's a trans man, 
I'm, I can't never date you. Would you, would you be able to, so would you be able to date a trans man? <sighs> and why would you date a trans man? Oh, maybe I, maybe I wouldn't, um. Lauren, you know you wouldn't date a trans man. No, I'm saying like, I think maybe I wouldn't date a trans man because I would want to be able to have kids and I, w- I wouldn't want to have kids with someone like I wouldn't want to have to like get sperm Invert- from somebody else. and if, it's yeah, a lot like, of work I would want um it's a lot of work yeah and I would I want like that it's important to me that we're both but it, and this and this is where it gets confusing because like because at the end of the day I feel like you had to go through and like I said there's no shade to nobody you because my question is for a lot of trans women how and this is a one a question that we got from one of the listeners how did you make the distinction of what it felt like to be a, how did you know that 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 okay how can i word it matter of fact let me just read the question um dang i wish this this one this trans woman was here because this would have been like a great fucking question to have for her to answer um Dang, where is it? Okay, so how do you know what it feels, what what being a woman feels like? How did you make the distinction that how you, how you were in your body was wrong, and how did you know what it was like to be a woman? Oh, that's and, a good question. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, how did you make the distinction, like how you were feeling, was what we feel, right? You know. Well, I. But the thing is, I feel like if. If we all thought about what made us feel like a woman, don't get me wrong, we you would get a lot of the same answers, but I think you also get different answers, and so you know, I don't know. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. That would have been a good question to ask. Because a, how no, did you that's make a great question to ask. Because like, how did you? How do you make the distinction? Because you know, there are certain things that we experience. Th- we we go through so many fucking changes, right? Constantly hormone like hormonal like through hormonal changes and 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 that's why and when i keep going back to like the pierre morgan on great morning britain about the conversation with the hundred genders because even like there's a trans woman on there and she was just like it sometimes it could just be a vibe or part of your personality it's not yeah, yeah. it's not a gender it has nothing to do with gender it's just who it's how you, you are it's how you feel and it, sometimes it's just a feeling. It's not about like, and then you are entitled to live that way. I don't think no one should stop you from feeling that way. But it has nothing to do with gender. Mm-hmm. Um, even like, um, I was watching the day after the interview. I, I feel like the sixth time after watching it to just make sure I was able to grasp everything. Um, Big Tigger had an interview. With, he he had a trans woman on there. Mm-hmm. And she, well, she's in the process of. I, I wait. Did she say she was transitioning? I think she said she was about to start transitioning. Okay. And she kind of pretty much agreed with the same thing. She was just like, you know, I don't agree with everything they said on the on the interview. That's and that's something that we have to understand. Like a a couple of people do not speak for the masses. That's true. You know, and I want us to take the take that it away. It sucks when they're on a big a platform. large platform, mm-hmm. and you think that all trans people feel this way. You speak that way, and a lot of them don't. Cause even um, she was just pretty much saying like, you know, I think it's important that you need to let people know that you that you are trans like if you are trans i feel like you need to let the people know because so you prevent conflict and i feel like 
okay Malik's Yoba's friend Carmen yeah was kind of like she kind of she Carmen gave me this vibe that he wasn't living in his truth yes because she kept making comments and you can kind of see the frustration in Carmen's face when Malik Yoba said certain things yeah she was like just be you like just even like David John was like no like even David John said something like no you're something about him being gay and that is okay like I want us to stop shaming people because they are gay. I want people to stop shaming people because they're trans. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you have to look down upon it. And, like, we just have to be open to having these conversations because we need to realize this world is moving differently from where it once was. Right. And people are interested in the truth. You have to get with the times. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it, but I do think it's important that we've you don't just have a decent, um, a common like respect for one another. Right. You don't always have to be butting heads or feeling away. Right. And you get what I'm saying. And you know, some sometimes things are a lot to get you to wrap your mind to wrap your mind around. And sometimes, like you, you know, you look at you see certain things. You're like, interesting. You get what I'm saying. But like. It doesn't mean that it's not okay and it shouldn't be accepted. I just think we need to kind of like be more open minded about things. Yeah, I think we we definitely do. And like I said, like I'm not here to stop anyone's growth or stop anyone from living their truth. I would never sign. I never will be for anyone not being able to get housing, healthcare, get marriage license. I I, I just feel like that's just ridiculous. Like whatever people want to do, that I feel like that's not our business to judge. Like that is that has nothing to do with me, and I'm and I'm always gonna stand up for it. But I just don't like the extra labeling that is being done because it's just it's just like it's it's making me uncomfortable, and I'm being forced to do something just to make other people feel comfortable, and I'm not in the business of making anyone feel comfortable. And I feel like I you living in your truth should not be at my fucking expense. That, you know, I have, like even like my homegirl, like when one of my homegirls, one of my best friends, she works, she's a manager in a big major retail store, and you know sometimes she has it, she's having an issue where it was just like, okay, there's a a woman who is who has trans, well, is a trans woman, and or a woman of trans experience, and her name is still Jacob. So when you hear this, see Jacob, you say he, but then again, it now becomes a fucking HR issue. Oh, they're not going as a different. They go as Jacob. Yeah, yeah. This is for example. Um, their pronouns are she/her. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's and I think in situations like that, like you know, just have patience. Like so many, and I always, honestly, when I misgender people at work, I'm always like, my bad. Like I'm so sorry. You get what I'm saying? And like I said, I know they have a bit more more patience with me because we work together. Yeah. You you gonna wild out on me for what? You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so, no, I like... Listen. I just feel like us, you know, I feel like you, we can take so much from each other in our experiences and from different communities. And I feel like we'll be doing ourselves a disservice if we don't include others into a conversation. And if we exclude people, we're just preventing ourselves, preventing from getting new ideas. Right. And then I've also worked with people who have, like, changed their pronouns. Like, I've met them as one pronoun, and then they changed it to another. And that was a lot, like, you know, some. I've always just been like, all right, cool. All right, and then you learn and you, but again, I'm, I might fuck up because I know you as this person and now you're this person. And so it, it is a lot. I'm not, as a person who like has 
lived through that for six years and have worked with it yeah sometimes it's just like and i fuck up so yeah i just like i said i just i just think it's crazy that you know some people like and i and i feel like sometimes like we're not allowed to have a different opinions like some people might disagree with me with the fact that i said like if you are if you are a quote-unquote cisgender heterosexual man and you sleep with a trans woman that doesn't make you gay i think it makes you gay that's just me and that is not and I don't know. I don't see the negativity behind it. People will find it being negative, but it's not. It's it's just what it is. What it is. It's not someone who's born with female genitalia, and that is okay. I feel like that is totally fine because you still can't naturally re- reproduce with a trans person. You cannot do it. You can either have to get sperm or an egg from a donor, or whether it's a relative or a stranger. You still have to go through in vitro. It's a whole process, which is okay as well. But I feel like once it becomes like when you start doing things that or I just don't I just don't see how it's not gay. I, I think I think it is, and that's just how I feel. And like I said, I'm not in the business of making nobody feel comfortable. We can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in that situation, I'm like, well, I think the person is straight if um, the trans person has a vagina. So it, we can it, agree to disagree, exactly, and it's fine, and it's fine, and because like no one's being disrespectful, and I think that's kind of what it because I just. And that's something else too, because then I'm thinking about David John, because he went. I think DJ Envy was about to ask a question, and he's David John responded like, "We have to start being upset over people's genitalia, get over people's dicks." But I'm like, "No, we can't just get over people's dicks either, because if I'm a a man who wants to, like you said, reproduce or want to have a family with someone, I would want to have a child with someone who has a uterus, who has a has." ovaries and fallopian tubes and a vaginal canal or, or whatever so i can be able to you know ejaculate and have her carry the kid you know and i think and i think they're entitled to feel that way now i don't understand why and i feel like men were being attacked well cisgender men were being attacked for that or wanting to have that wanting to but have that there are also people who don't care and will go out and adopt a child yeah that's you know what true. i'm saying so it's just like it really does just depend on that the individual person there are men and there are women out here who date transgender people and they know what comes with that and they are okay with it they accept it and if they want to have kids they adopt or they'll do in vitro or like however they want to do it yeah you have the money to do it absolutely yeah so it's just like I truly think this is a situation that's just like special to each individual person and i don't think that we're ever all going to be on the same page and i think what needs to come out of it is just respect people be tolerant yeah and that's literally it like just give people respect just don't be a dickhead and i feel like if we can all just get on that saying because you know people like to kind of put it in this bag to say like oh it's not right and it's not how we were born and i like to bring up religion and shit like that but i was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and i was like you know that ain't the worst fucking thing that someone has done it's absolutely not absolutely not like people out here molesting children raping doing crazy fucking shit shooting up schools that's what i give a fuck about that type of shit that's the least of my concerns i just hate when people act like it's like i don't know it just I feel like this conversation is never ending. I cannot yeah. wait to have yeah. um, our trans a trans co-host on the show so that we can have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully it's very insightful and hopefully people walk away with it like, wow, like, 
that was great um but yeah i just, i feel like it honestly it's a never-ending conversation it is it's a very not, never-ending conversation but like i said i'm open to it and you know like i said most people probably won't agree with me some people will because even just thinking looking at the likes on that video there were more i've never seen a video where there was more dislikes than likes right and and i'm just like and i when i went on david john's instagram and I saw his response to things. It's just like, you know, I feel I feel insulted I'm because... I'm to go to his Instagram. I feel insulted. Yeah, go on his Instagram and look at his, like, recent post, especially when he posted a clip of The Breakfast Club. And and I just feel like, listen, like, you're, you're projecting certain things onto us that, like, we're fine with the way we are. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the body that I'm in. I'm okay, even though, you know, I, I you know, I have cramps right now, and that's Me okay. Too. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's a bitch, but it is what it is. Speaking of period, so I'm trying the cups. How is it? Okay. My mother want me to do it. So I put it in, in the shower. Oh, you do it in the shower? I put it because I, I figure like if the if it was a little wet, wet it would be it, easier. The going? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'm asked it in. So. <laughs> it's just super tight. Um, So I put it in and you it's it does feel a bit weird at first, but I don't mind it. And so it really stresses out your pussy. It stresses really. I'm asking you. Does it stress out your? You feel like your pussy stretching? I do feel like it's like it. It. So I have two different cups right now. I'm testing out one. I think tomorrow I'm gonna test out a different one. Mm-hmm. Cause I went to a beauty trade show and I got two cups from two vendors. How big is it? Where's my bag at? Oh, I like washed it out and put it in my bag. So you got the little fucking uterus shutting in that fucking cup. That's a big ass. Fu- That's huge. <laughs> and it holds your blood and your fucking uterine shutting. Mm hmm. And when you pull it out, it's filled with, you know, blood. And you got to, like, rinse it out and stuff like that. So. That's disgusting. I don't know which worse, that or a tampon. But I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I'm going to try the new one that I have to see if I like that one better. So, how do you, so you, so you like, you squeeze it like this? And so, it- to put it in. Y'all, we are talking about, um, what's the right term? Is it the menstrual cups? cups. Menstrual cups. Menstrual cups. So, you do it like this, and then you just put it inside. So, she, she, she's folding the cup in half. Mm-hmm. And she's Like, picture, like, when you take your tongue, and you... I guess fold it in your mouth. Fold it in your mouth, and you make that little, like, you. That's what I'm doing to the menstrual cup. And you just put it up, you. I did it in the shower. And then I took it out like once mm. at work and I cleaned it. So even on a heavy flow is good. Yeah. I didn't mind it now. I think I could cut this shorter, but I'm scared because I don't want to lose this. <laughs> like the way my luck is set up. So menstrual cups have like a little tail on them. Like like a tampon. So basically, yes. Um, and it kind of makes it easier for you to catch. Now, some people cut off the tail. Some people leave it on. Me... I leave the tail on because the way my luck is set up, 
this <laughs> shit will get lost in me my thing is just oh, like I'm when you pull it, it out like when you pull it out like are you like i don't want it to yank it out and then it no makes so you have to like pinch it like you slowly pull it out mm. um i'm going to try the other one because this one it's gonna make my pussy bad why it kind of felt girl you can have a child and bounce back what are you talking about it's not gonna make your vagina <laughs> that shit is big what are you talking my about my shit so mm. i'm gonna try the other one but so far like i don't mind it i think i just have to get used to it i'm gonna it says you could sleep in it so maybe i'll sleep in the other one tonight to see Go try. And it's, Let me know. My mother's like, I think you should try this. She's like, because back in the day, and when I was going up, people was getting um, toxic shock, shock syndrome with them damn tampons. Because I don't use pads. I'll try to. I'll, I'll get you one of these. Like, I'll get you a sample. Ooh. And you can just try it out. You might like it. You might come on here and be like, girl, that cup is it, bitch. So you got to carry that shit around when your time is coming around? Oh, yeah. It comes with a little bag. I just didn't bring it. So I'm gonna have to boil this because I had it in my. Oh, head. you boil it? Mm-hmm. Just sterilize it. You could boil it. A little suction cup. She got her little suction cup that was on her pussy on the fucking <laughs> table. That's <laughs> my house. I pay the bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Oh, so I never um, gave you guys an update on the guy asking if my hair was real. Okay, so how? Oh yeah, so I emailed my mentor and i was basically like this man asked me if I, my hair was real in the middle of a meeting that had nothing to do with hair i felt so disrespected all this other stuff and so my mentor is an old white man so i thought he was gonna be like oh i don't really think he meant anything by yeah. blah, blah. they found me a new financial advisor that day he was like no no he should have never said that that was disrespectful really he was like i'm gonna take it up with his boss and they found me somebody new. Oh, good. Yeah, so it wasn't what I thought it would be. Okay. So I'm happy about that. Good, I'm good, like, good. Yeah, he found me somebody new ASAP. That's good. Yeah, I was, awesome. I was like, dang, they don't want to catch this lawsuit, man. Damn, I could use right? a dollar. <laughs> right? Damn. Damn. All right. What do I have to, what else Nothing, do I have to talk about? Nothing, prepared for, to have a conversation. I know. No, I have some things. Um, did you see Kanye West is releasing his new album, Jesus is King, September 7th? No. September 27th. Jesus is King is going to have, here are the songs, Glad, Garden, Selah, God is, Baptized, Sierra Canyon, Hands On, Wake the Dead, Water, Through the Valley, Sunday, Sweet Jesus. It might be fire. I but remember I don't know if you were co hosting when I said this. I once he started that Sunday service, I was like, he's trying to he's gonna try to get back in our lives with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And who is going to downplay the Lord? Right. Who who's gonna be like, F that? Right. No. And the way Sunday service be sounding when I see them clips, it sound fire. It sounds mad fire. Those people can sing. And I love the hip-hop twist. Even though I don't mess with Kanye, like, I'll look at it for a little second, then I'll be like, man, F him. But I'm not going to act like that don't sound great. That's like Kirk Franklin in 2019. It does. Yeah, it does. I, you know that album going to be fire. You downloading it? 
I don't know if I'm downloading it, it, but I listen to it. I can't explain it. That's what he gonna give us. I'm Jesus, listening to it. Love is so, I'm, I'm not a Christian, but so I'm here for all. It gets me high. The biblical up stuff. Up to the sky. And when I think about your goodness, it makes me wanna stop. <laughs> My brother, can't you see? I'm like, yo, yeah. I know she's gonna get back in our life. When the last time you been to church? I don't, I don't go to church. Why? Because it's too hypocritical. Mm-mm. Okay. I went to church last Easter with my grandma. Which did she go to in Brooklyn? She got a <laughs> she got a one on Flatbush. It's um on the corner of Flatbush and Church. Y'all know what that what that cemetery is. If you live in New York, if you live in Brooklyn, you know what I'm talking about. Flatbush and Flatbush and church. church. Yes. Flatbush and Church. Yes. It's right across the street from Erasmus. Are you sure it's Flatbush and Church? Yes, it's the corner. It's the church right there. It's a um cemetery, and when you walk through the cemetery, it's a church. She's been going there since I was a little girl. But listen, I don't go to church because I think they're very hypocritical. I have my own relationship with okay, the Lord. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I don't do that church stuff. And when I was young, my mom, like, she got into church OD, like OD, OD. And I just have, like, bad memories. Like, one time she made us trick-or-treat at church. And I didn't like that. I I thought that was... I remember, like, two years my mother made us do that. And I'm like, this is a dub. It was the most disrespectful thing, like, ever. And I was so mad. So, you know. And then there was something, like, we stopped going to the church because it was something fishy going on. I don't like that. No. I rather have my own relationship where like I can't be judged because mm. I feel like it's it's about the spirit and how you move the other day. I feel like that's how God, you know, just be a decent human being. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Be a decent human being, you know. Do not judge. You know, I still believe in the Ten Commandments, and I definitely believe in Psalms as protection and manifesting things. Um, I haven't been to church in years. I don't think I'm going to go back anytime soon. I would say, which I had a debate with somebody. Matter of fact, our listener, Shaw, the Shaw, Shaw was who was our guest that most of y'all did not like. <laughs> um, I said I would. Shout out to Lord Shaw. Yes. Me and him do, do not speak at all anymore. Oh, no? Mm-mm. Is that tea hot? It's not hot. It's just that we just go our separate ways. We just, I, I'm not the woman for him. Because, like I said, but I y'all was never dating, or was y'all we, dating? We we were speaking. Like, okay, he would take me out sometimes, but it never went nowhere. We never were intimate. We never kissed. Nothing. And I, what? Say it. <laughs> I was talking to my homegirl the other day, and I was like, once niggas start saying overstand, I clock out. Yeah, <laughs> you overstand? Nah, I don't. I understand. No, but. you know what it is because it's just like for me, like <laughs> yo, <laughs> Lauren is dying over here. It was just for for me personally, like I I consider myself a very informative, you know, I'm a conscientious person and I feel like there has to be a balance. Like I cannot live my life serious it's too serious. I also feel like he only thinks it's one way to be. I don't wanna speak for him. Yeah. Cause I did I, even though his comments were a little like side eyeable, he was a nice person. I don't wanna take that away from him. But I think that the way he thinks is there's only one way, and I don't like people like that. 
Yeah, he's like, very and and I'm and my thing is like he is it's okay for him to be that way. I just personally personally for me, the man that I want in my life, it you have to be conscientious, but you have to know how to have a good time. Like I don't I don't want everything to turn around and be like, oh, but the man, the man. And I'm like we know what we know that already. Like let's just enjoy ourselves and let's just have a good time i don't have time like every day can't be about a lesson a lesson like, yeah sometimes you just want to have a good time and I, I feel like he wants to like give you so much information sometimes like when i'm trying to get drunk yeah drunk we <laughs> talking like yeah that's exactly that's all i want and i'm just like you know it just wasn't for me and that's why it couldn't go the way actually i did say hi to him because when i went to miami he's friends with a mutual friend and and he facetimed him and he's like oh yeah yeah here and i'm just like hi like you know I, like i said i have nothing but love for that man i hope he does well it's just that i just i had to separate myself because i he wanted something more i did it if his vibe was a little different like a little child i like, feel like a looking guy y'all would look so cute together even when we did the episode like i could see like the attraction no there. i think the sex would be but, amazing but you know what it is he, he needs like you know what he needs what the fuck is that Lord? the world keeps turning He's an Erica Badu. That's what she's trying to say. I don't even think he. I don't even think he needs an Erica Badu. No, not an Erica Badu because Erica Badu is on her, <laughs> her own <laughs> shit. I'm just talking about like that that vibe because yeah. I feel like that's the only person who has to pay. Like, I don't want to c- categorize people, but there are some people who can like withstand all that knowledge and like really taking it. Although I do think Yaya, you are very like you feed off of like a lot of knowledge and a lot of you want a very like a I man that's smart to yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, he has to long be very story short like mentally he has to be on another level because the way you speak yeah that's why it doesn't work out for most times that's what the guys and i but you also need that fun and i think exactly that's and that's i think if he just had that sprinkle of like fun literally if he just had some sprinkles like it would have worked. It worked because it's like because he, he is cute. He's a very good looking guy. Cute. He has a great body, you know, and he got that build. Like yeah, he got, he's very he's stocky. Yeah, and you know, and that's the type of I think like for me that's the like ideal guy. Like I like the stockiness. I like the fact he's tall and he is very he's intelligent. Tall? He's like six feet. Really? Six, yeah. No, he not. It's because he's short. He wasn't tall. Yes, he was. He's he not was short. Yeah, he's not short at all. I know you like my height. I, listen, I know I'm five too, but I can I know height when I see height. He was he not six feet. He is six feet. Girl, he like my height. Anyway, he's six feet. But he is attractive. He's a very he's attractive. It's just like for me personally, I like I just don't I want as conscientious and informative as I am and I how much I love to seek knowledge, that is not my world. Like I like to do hood rat things with my friends every day. Like I love to do craziness and live my best fucking life. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I don't want to want to clock what I'm eating because I'm eating a fucking steak. I don't want to want to clock what I'm or eating. Judgment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and I'm everybody has their own journey and have their own path, and I don't need no one to be on me. Uh, I'm like I burn incense every day, but I'm not burning incense every hour. You know, and you know, me and him to have two different spiritualities. I'm more of a spiritualist in a certain. I think he's more into like Judaism in a sense. Not really, not like the. 
Who dress? are those guys who um Hebrewites who dress up like? It's me, not Hebrewites. Israelites. Those are the guys that dress up like um. They wear like, like street per- fighters. Yeah, the Israelites. <laughs> Okay. He, I want to say he's a, he's not an Israelite, but he kind of follows some of the stuff that he does. And that's I'm not, only a New York thing. I don't mean to cut you up. I've never seen that anywhere else. I know some down south. Where? I've seen, seen him in Charlotte. Really? Mm-hmm. Definitely seen him in Charlotte. I've seen him in Atlanta. Um, I just think it's probably it's just they just it's if you're in a, if you're in New York City, it's easier to find them because they're like you have no choice but to find them when you get off the fucking train. Right. You know, whereas like you have to drive to see these motherfuckers down south or anywhere oh, else okay, in the country. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I'm like, because they might be in a prime location where you might not go, but in the city, if you work in a city, especially if like, you're going towards Harlem, you're gonna find them. But you know, for me, I just like I want somebody who is conscientious and informative, but still like to do her right things with their friends. Like, I like to turn up. I like to drink. Sometimes I like the bus bottles. I don't like to do that shit all the time because it could be kind of ignorant. Um, you know. You just don't want to feel like you're being judged for being. Yeah, angry. you know what I'm saying. I like it, you have to have a balance of both. Like I want us to be able to turn up, but also to be like, "Yo, babe, check this book out. I think it's dope. You should watch. You know, mm-hmm. read it." And I think but watch a lot of people like doc- that. There are. I just haven't found him. You know, and I just think that it's just insane to me that there aren't that I can't find them, especially in New York. Like, especially so many brothers out here that it just New York is just like the experience. Just being a, a New Yorker alone makes you want. It should make you want to be conscientious. You makes you want to be a little bit more wiser because you have no choice but to. First of all, we live on top of each other, so you have to. I would suggest and I would hope that you are tolerant of others and I will hope that you would want to seek more information because you're dealing with so many different people from so many different cultures and you can learn a lot from each other I'll be seeing some fine men mm-hmm. like oh my god first of all sidebar did you see Quentin from Power yes my, I, could I, not, I don't think he like us though I couldn't get my eyes off his face why I don't think he likes women Oh, Nikki found his Instagram page. He's gay. I think he's gay. Yeah, we think he's gay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, he's so fucking fine. I'm like, give me one night with him. I'll turn his ass straight again. Watch. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> what they call it, bussy? You ain't got that bussy. <laughs> Yo, I was fucking. Shut the hell up. I'll turn his ass straight again. Let me show you what this oh, mouth Oh, really? Do. He is so fine. He's such a cutie. So, what? Tasha began some. Yeah. I didn't like the. The lawyer, but the the first guy was his Kanan's son was cute. Mm-hmm. This guy is cute. Who cool else Tasha had? Yeah, he's cute. I did see Nikki found him. Yeah, like, yo. Of course, I asked him. Let me say something. I'm gonna give 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 y'all a heads up. If any guy want to talk to me, trust me, Nikki already knows about it. Nikki is Inspector Fucking Gadget. Nikki is going to give me the tea without me even asking about about it she's gonna be like let me see i got the rundown i asked so-and-so who knows so-and-so who knows so-and-so and this is what i found out so before you approach me just know she's gonna know that's how my friends operate what the fuck is going on they fighting outside i mean if they are we need to peek out and see yeah, right i love a good fight and yeah i never forget me and one of my homegirls we were in a, at a diner like i want to say we was 19 in Long Island, these these white girls are throwing down in a fucking diner. I record that shit, put on YouTube. Somebody offered me money for that video. Really? How much did you for it? I should have offered more, but they gave me one fifty. They were fucking. What did they want to use it in the video? It was kind of like they, I think they had like a white version of World Star. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh wow. It's like a wife's version of Warsaw. Mm-hmm. Was the fight good? I love a good. It wasn't. It wasn't a good fight. It was very trash. You could tell they were drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we were just looking like, what the fuck? And I took my phone out, and she was like, "You stupid bitch! I'm gonna fuck you up." But they were really drunk, and they were fighting each other and shit like that. And I'm like, okay. But it was. I mean, they all gave me 150 dollars for it. So. You got your first got a little coin. I was like, maybe I should do this more often. Yeah. Alright. Life Jen's new song. Slave. Let me play it. Oh my god. Hold on. I was like, yo. Niggas be niggas. Y'all have to hear this song. It's very uh interesting. This is so I'm just hearing all this nonsense that Charlemagne the God and that one chick of man, I don't even know her last name, is saying about my new song Slave. So, you know what's weird is that y'all know life done put out positive music my whole career. They ain't never supported my stuff. You ain't never supported Boomerang. You ain't never supported um, SEX. You ain't never supported all that good music I did for black people. And then you're going to try and put something like this on your face. See, that's what's wrong with you black folks right now, man. You always want to grasp on to the most negative part and put it. But you can't support the good. So, if you offended by what I said, ladies, I have sex. I like sex. You dig what I'm saying? So, I, I wrote a song about sex, the first in my career. I like it. And if I offended some people, then I apologize to y'all that I offended. But in reality, man, you like sex, too. You dig what I'm saying? And Charlotte, man, come on, dude. With your cases. You know what I'm talking about, bro. You shouldn't even say nothing. Period. So I'm just here. Okay. I just don't know why um, we have to bring slaves into this. But I was like, am I a hypocrite? Because you know Future has that song. Hop out a new whip or jump out a new whip like I'm a slave master. I don't know that song, so I can't tell okay, you. Okay, let me play it. I play it. I want to play it. I was like, damn, because I definitely. First of all, he sounds terrible. He doesn't even. First of yeah. all, he doesn't even sound like him, and his he doesn't sound. Like him. Jump out a new whip, nigga. I got a slave master. I pull a two zip, nigga. Turn that shit on. I'm feeling way better. I'm feeling way better. Yeah, you are a hypocrite. You're absolutely a hypocrite. But he didn't sound a beat it like a slave. It is, I don't understand why this need to be a reference period. Just well, the song is called Slave Master. The future song. I fucking cannot. I think it's terrible. But that song, like Jen's songs. Both of them songs are fucking terrible. Okay, they're both terrible. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a hypocrite because I know that Slave Master song. And you like it, and you probably jam it. So yeah, I personally personally would never watch it. I mean, never listen to it. Either or. I just can't do it. I just don't understand why does that have to be a reference. And y'all, man, I need y'all to understand something. 
you guys think by quote unquote beating up the pussy like fucking hard feels good and it does not it just makes us dry and it hurts mm-hmm. you are not doing and anything like, oh yeah fuck that spit on it no spit on it you mad dry no it's because i don't feel I good i don't know what it is but i don't like getting my pussy spit on anytime yeah like literally i honestly <laughs> i'll be like get the fuck off of me like that really turns me and off. then you spit you got food in your mouth and then you want to spit on my shit and the next you know i have a yeast infection it's too weird or BV. like don't do you want somebody to spit in your mouth hell fucking no don't, I don't want spit in my that mouth. either that shit is nasty all right none of that I, I was shit. like is it just me yeah. like and then it's like you ever watch somebody like spit on your pussy and you just see it like drip down yes. like you just see the spit just like literally slowly and they like that down. shit like could you know men are nasty don't do that shit with me you're gonna get kicked the fuck that. out i'm telling oh, you have no. you ever watched a man while he was doing nasty shit like you know you look down at him just like you just catch a glance they're into that shit child listen don't do that shit with me i'm not i'm not for it I, I don't like, like that Nancy shit. I, I don't. I think lube would be your best bet. Cause when you think about water, spit, it doesn't stay slippery. Disgusting. And so, side note, yeah, no, do not spit on my vagina, cause you're literally making me cringe. In the process. And I'm like, and, it, and you know, sometimes and you feel like when you lay it down, they spit on it, you feel it like coming down to your butt crack. And I just don't like it. I just, first of all, like I said, you have food particles in your mouth. And then it's just like, it irritates me later on. Niggas don't brush their teeth. Right? You can even brush your teeth. You can be eating throughout the day. Right. Mm. And then next, you know, come to, you come to my house, I go to yours. And as you know, we get freaky. And then you have food particles in your mouth. And then you want to spit in my pussy where it's a fucking hole, where it's dark and moist. Where mm-hmm. germs and bacteria grow in. If it's mm-hmm. not the right bacteria and shit like that. No, I don't got time to be running back to the, the gynecologist again prescriptions. I don't want to use fucking it Monistat. Costs. Yeah, I don't. It, it itches. It hurts. It burns. I don't like it. It does not feel good. I don't. I just. I don't. I really don't like it, and that's why I get frustrated when people are like, "Oh, that you. You're not a freak. Yeah. Okay. You never had this pussy before. Keep thinking that <laughs> shit. But just don't spit on my shit." Yo, yo, you are so funny. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, why would you want to spit on my pussy with food particles in your mouth? I don't. I think men are just so nasty. I'm telling you, they get an excitement off be, of doing And it be slowly shit. dripping down from their mouth. And I'm like, it's not even like a spat. It's like a drool. Mm-hmm. And I just want to fucking kick them in the face. Like, get the fuck away from me. Don't do that nasty shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to spit on somebody's dick for the first time. <laughs> the spit went everywhere else. Except for on their dick. How'd you do that? Was it like... <laughs> was I you thought like, I was <laughs> drunk. This is yeah, the first time I ever tried net- to do it. Why would you do that? I was drunk and it spit landed on their like their chest and shit like that. And I, <laughs> I was like, and I said, oh my bad. I tried to clean it up. And it's like, okay, never mind. Let me just fuck. Let me get on top, actually. Like, okay. Also, I hate the way you know how spit smell. Like, yes, I have to smell. Uh, my pussy. It's just, I don't like it. Just keep your fucking just, mouth it's like away from me. When somebody's kissing you and they OD on you, because some people don't know how to kiss. Yeah, and they lip is 
and they OD all over your face and like you can smell their spit on the top of your lip. Mm-mm. I honestly I hate if the top of my lip smell because of somebody else of they spit and they no, I cannot do it. Really? I had to move my wig down, it was sliding back. <laughs> the shit was sliding back. I'm getting tired of this wig shit too, son. Honestly, like I'm tired of yo, Nikki's daughter, my goddaughter, she comes up to me. I was like, baby, you like my wig? She's like, Yeah, I could tell it's a wig. She's like, I said, it looks like it looks like my hair. She's like, No, I can see the fucking squid. No, she didn't say fucking, but she's like, I can see the squares. Like I can see the line right there. Like, I could tell that's a wig. Nikki's oh child God. is this woman this little girl has been here before and I can't stand her ass sometimes because she is so rude, but it's not rude like a badass kid, but mm-hmm. She's just a hot mess. And she's like, that's why you're not married. Kids, <laughs> Kids always Kids tell the truth. Kids are so terrible. What's Kids the next topic? don't lie. Nothing happened. Takashi 6 9 I don't know anything about that. Oh, well. He's going... That guy, Shadi, who was his manager, got sentenced to 15 years. I think Takashi 6 9 is on trial today. Really? He's supposed to be like telling on everybody. That's what they. I know his family. I remember. I think I read something recently where he said his family. His family is very scared for their safety. Yeah, I will be too. Hell yeah, because clearly you only think about yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like when you live that lifestyle, you gotta stay true in it. That's you ain't have to pick that shit. You ain't Absolutely. have to do that. Absolutely. Now you putting us all at risk. Absolutely. Mm-mm. You know how the bronze get down, baby. I'm good, love. Felicity Huffman sentenced to 14 days in jail after for college admission scandal. People had started bringing up a um oh a bunch yes. of posts with. Yes, I yes. saw that some woman got five years, 15 years in jail. They had to pay big, big fines just to put their child in a a free school in another district. Yeah, because taxpayers pay that. So regardless, we still... Because think about it. The money goes to the state. The states trickle down to the counties. Then the towns. And in certain towns, like, yeah, okay. Like, certain towns or whatever, depending on whatever, they get their the money directly from the town or whatever. But at the same time, most of it comes from the fucking state. So, just think about this black woman that... I think she was in Texas. She was homeless. And she put her... Yeah. And she used, like, a sister or a, or a sibling or somebody's address. I think, no, she used her babysitter's address or something like that. And she got sentenced to five years. But you have, this it's white. It's white. It's, it's white privilege and money. That's that's the bottom line. When you have both, you can get away with anything. And most likely, they're going to say, like, oh, the jail's overcrowded. She's probably not going to do no time. Felicity Huffman. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like, why would you send someone to jail for someone so... Well, fuck Felicity Huffman. I'm talking about, like, those other black men who... Those other black women. I'm pretty sure some black men have gone to jail for it, too. Five years in jail? Ten years in jail because you want your child to get better schooling? Mm-hmm. We can't just get reprimanded and have to pay a fine? fine? Exactly. Why should anyone have to do hard jail time? For I that? was definitely one of those students who didn't live in a district that used my grandmother's address in the beginning. That was a thing when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. we definitely did that. It's not a. I mean, I didn't think it was. That, I mean, we we knew that we can get in trouble for it, but to do jail time—that's that's ridiculous, absolutely ludicrous. 
And then to turn around and Felicity Huffman gets 14 days in jail. Mm-hmm. That's why the other homegirl from Full House ain't give a shit. Because I'm, what, she probably not going to get shit either. Nope. She did not give one fuck. It's a two week because what she gonna do federal time, right? Federal time, federal fed, fed time is different from going to a different type of prison. Fed time is just like, you know, you can be outside, you have a little bit more freedom, you know. It's a totally, totally different dynamic. Did you see that article on a do- a doctor passed away? And they, I guess they were going through his home, maybe his family or something like that. And they found over like 2,000 body parts from fetuses in his house. No. You didn't hear about that? What kind of fetuses were they? Let me pull up the article. I saw it and I was just like, what? What's the, the doctor's fuck? name when you find out? Oh, Fetty Bob got married. Okay. Oh. That's cool. I know Alexis is stressed, impressed, cause that's who she really wanted to be with. She had. That's you know that was he said he's not that baby father. Mhm. You think that's true? You think he the daddy? Doctor. And doctor's home. I'm about to pull it up. I saw the article on somewhere. More than 2,200 preserved fetuses found at property of dead doctor. There is no evidence that medical procedures were performed at the Illinois property where the remains were found, the authority said. The family of a doctor in Illinois discovered more than 2,200 medically preserved fetuses at his property a little over a week after his death, the authority said. What's his name? Hold on. The Will County Coroner's Office received a call on Thursday from a lawyer representing the family of Dr. Earl Rich, Earl Rich Colfer, who died on September 3rd. While going through Dr. Colfer's pop- property. How do you spell Colfer? K L O P F E R. Wait, K A? K L O P F E R. Colfer? Oh. Colfer. Okay. The family found 2,246 medical pre- medically preserved fetal, fetal remains, the release said. At the request of the family, the lawyer asked the coroner's office to remove the remains. It's unclear how the fetuses were preserved, where on Dr. Whatever's property they were discovered, or where exactly the property was. Public records show that the doctor owned a home in Crete, Illinois, a village about 35 miles south of Chicago. That's some sick shit. Mm-hmm. And state records show that Dr. whatever his name is had had licenses in Fort Wayne and Gary, Indiana where he performed abortions. That's probably what it is. It describes him as likely Indiana's most prolific abortion doctor in history with numbers going into tens of thousands of procedures in multiple counties over several decades. Wow. That's disgusting I, it's crazy I just googled his name and I can't find anything mm. I took it off the web money talks and white privilege yuck Dang, I would like to know what it's like to be a white woman for a day yeah 
Maybe not a week for a day. Make my way downtown. I know, right? Swinging my hair over on the side of my head. Now I love you. What's your name gonna be? If I was a white woman, I think my name would be Megan. Megan? Absolutely, Megan or Brittany. Definitely a Brittany. I see you being a Brittany. Brittany. If I was a white woman, my name would be fucking Brittany. And I would want the whole white experience being blonde hair and blue eye. I want to mm-hmm. know all that. I want to know what that experience is like. Um, Just so I can just take advantage. I would just fuck shit up. I would just do mad wild shit. But you know what it is? You got to know that you are truly a black woman in a white woman's body. Nah. I think, no, oh, that... No. No, that's what would make it. I'm saying like you know like I'm I'm Yaya, but today I'm in a white woman's body. That's what I'm saying. Uh, to I'm get the being, fun out I'm of it. I'm stealing. I'm fucking people's husbands. <laughs> I'm like I'm doing mad crazy shit. I'm not allowing my kid to see their father because no one's going to judge me for it. I'm not going to be an ancient baby mother. You know. It's crazy cuz I was talking to one of my homeboys the night on the phone. I'm dead ass serious. One of my homeboys was like, yeah, I'm going to go for a white woman because they know how to treat their woman. I mean, treat their men. And I was just like, I don't understand the correlation between race and that. I wish people would that. stop saying that. But you know, this, this, you know what the problem is? And I explained this to him. The problem with him is, the, let me explain Let me explain something to y'all. Y'all are some hurt motherfuckers. Go ahead, Gaia. Y'all are hurt. Is it mic on? Y'all are hurt. And... You gotta surround yourself with hurt people. Now, my homeboy has mommy issues. He doesn't have daddy issues. Well, he might have daddy issues because his dad died, but his dad was very active in his life. His dad loved him, but he definitely has mother issues. And he surrounds himself with other people who have mommy and daddy issues or other issues could pertain to their kids' color and all this other shit. So when you surround yourself with people who are hurting that never deal with their pain, you can't expect them to know how to love you and how to treat you. So what I explained to him is that the hood is full of hurt people. He thought, yeah, black women, they, they just don't know how to love me or whatever. I was like, because you're dealing with hurt black women. You're dealing with hurt black women. I said, all my life, I was surrounded by people, black couples who are married and still married. My parents are a, a perfect example of that, you know, and I've been surrounded by aunts and uncles and things of that nature. <laughs> Sorry, I'm holding the mic because I'm getting mad close. And we know we're going to hear it. So, you know. But also, what's he projecting out? Is and that's he giving love? And that's what I said to him. Is and I said, I said, sometimes, you know, you have to look at it from your perspective looking at it from your perspective because i'm so tired of black women taking the brunt and taking the heat of things when you guys contribute to a lot of shit you don't know how to communicate you don't know how to express yourself and you think we're fucking miss cleo like we're supposed to know know how to read your minds and and i want people to understand like you have to show people how to love you yes, yes there needs to be a foundation you, but you're supposed to build on that like i shouldn't teach you the basics of things you know what i'm saying and you have to give love exactly i cannot be just pouring and i i do think that is a lot of situations where it's only one person constantly pouring themselves into someone else it should be 50 50 it should be 50 we should be pouring into each other it should and be. i feel like and even some situations i've been in i was just pouring 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 this person you know, I'm pouring 75%, 100%. I'm getting half or 25%. That's not that's not how you build something. Yeah. 
and and I, what I was trying to explain to him too, because like I said, like I said, you know, because we became friends because he tried to talk to me in the past. Ain't that why we friends with most men? Yeah, because they tried to talk to me, and I said the the reason why I couldn't. Impre- I told him I was like the reason why I couldn't press progress with you because I knew you were hurting. Our first time we went on a date. See, yeah, yeah. You see why niggas be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying I knew he was hurting. I had to dig deep. No, she because I listened and I hear and I told him because you, but you guys don't understand that when you guys speak, like a lot of us are listening very intently, and that goes for women mm-hmm. too. And the thing is, like he was just saying, yo, like he was telling me about all his traumas, his traumas, his traumas, which I am glad that he was he felt comfortable to like confide in me about certain things. But I knew this was not a project that I could take on. I knew I could not heal him. That is a personal fucking responsibility on his behalf. And there are some people who take on projects for a living. Stop doing that. It's because it's draining. Because those people drain the shit out of you. And they you. don't even want and it for themselves. You don't want to love anymore. Exactly. And I literally told him. I said to him, I said, the reason why me and you didn't progress because I knew that you were hurting. When you kept, we could tell him you can't trust nobody and all the other stuff. I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing more than what I should. And if I'm telling you that you have issues and you all this other stuff and I give you all these other different options to learn how to heal and you do not heal heed that, that is no longer my business, it's no longer my concern. I, I know too many women from family, from friends, from associates where I hear stories through gossip of course, um, about women taking on projects and they're the ones that's left hurt. Yeah. You know, you, you're trying to build a man to what you want him to be, and you're going to build his ass up, and he's going to leave your ass with somebody else. I was just about to say that. And then next thing you know, his next relationship, he's just the man you always wanted. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, I'm not taking on nobody's project. At this point, like, I'm, I've actually been pretty good recently. Like, most of the men that I, I have encountered, they were pretty much equally yoked. Um, so I, I haven't had that real issue lately. Um, actually at all recently yeah been a while um but i'm not i can't take on a project because first of all i have too much great things happening to me in my life it's gonna my energy being taken away from that to try to fix you is gonna only it's only gonna stop my growth and i feel like the only way i can i'm willing to help you if you acknowledge it first you have to be putting in the work first because I can't do it. And I maybe really can't. I can't be in a relationship with you while I'm helping you. Like maybe I have to just be, be that, a, friend yeah, that friend on a sideline helping you heal. You know, it's too many of us, man. It's too because many I still hurting. have to heal too with my yeah. stuff, and so yeah, you know, because we all not perfect. We all have our flaws, but and I'm like some people. Some people traumas are not as bad as others. But let me tell you something. The moment you tell me you have issue, you have trust issues with everybody and everything. That's a red flag. I do not have time or for nothing that. Nothing but negativity. Negativity. Out your mouth. Negativity, and all you surround you surround yourself with people who all they want to talk about is money. That's all they know. I'm questioning you. Don't have anything to live for. Those are the Mm -hmm. people that scare me. The ones who like don't have anything to live for. Like, what do you have to keep you going every day? That's my main question. Mm -hmm. That's my main concern. And a lot of them don't have that. That's a good question to ask people. Yeah. Listen, Yaya knows. Ask people that. I'm telling you. What are you living for? Yeah. Like, what keeps you going? And and you'd be surprised. Like, some of them just say money. Then you know, like, sis or sir or whatever. Whatever you want, bro. Whatever the I'm fuck you want. Asking that question. Them, they, however you want to identify yourself with. If that motherfucker says that, then you know that it's not the one for you because you want. 
at, we're at this age right now we're looking for partnership most of us we mm-hmm. want a partner you know we want a life part lifetime partner and it most likely we're going to bring children into this environment i don't want somebody who i can't have a conversation with or that i can't grow with and i can't laugh with you know and only thing to be like yo i got this money i got three hundred thousand dollars i got this i, I don't want to hear that shit like uh, it's that's nice you know if you ain't spending on me it's not my concern I saw a post today that was like, stop dating men who think that you expressing yourself is you arguing. Mm -hmm. Or let me pull it up so I can say like the exact thing. But I was like, ooh, yeah. I feel you on that. You know how many times a guy has called me crazy and I've been like, what? I'm just... Because but because my thing is because the problem with especially in the black community, we tell our young boys that them expressing themselves is 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 acting like a little bitch, acting like a little girl. Mm-hmm. These them showing some type of emotion is the same thing. So now when they see it being projected onto them, they think it's a sign of weakness. Right. And it's 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 a, it's negativity, and it's not. You're just living in a human experience, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And that's why I'm like I tell all my my male friends, like all my guy friends, stop telling your sons that even women, because women will like, project that up. shit too. Women, women, especially like if they are single parent single mothers stop telling your sons that they're fucking acting like little girls to like that when they cry there are ch- first of all they're fucking children let's get that straight the number one everything is, is gonna that's all they do is cry mm-hmm. they're royals if they're a boy or girl they're gonna fucking cry they cry for anything you fall they fall scrape their knee it's a fucking shit show you know that's what they fucking do that's what they do the post says, stop dealing with men who think you're trying to start an argument every time you express how you feel. They mm-hmm. still have some growing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not an argument. I have, I have homegirls like that, that I'm like, sis, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just trying to have a conversation. So I yeah. think that also can apply to friendships. Women. Mm-hmm. With well, friendship and women too, because women are not... Um, exempt from this topic because like i said there's a lot of us who are hurting too and it's like an ongoing circle if we do not acknowledge the pain we can't expect people to love us the way that we think that we deserve to be loved because we don't know how to be loved we never witnessed it we never experienced it so we have a lot of work to do within ourselves and i don't think we need to run from it and this and this is not it's nothing to be ashamed of and I want us to stop looking at it like as a negative thing. Like your trauma and the cards you were dealt, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. But how but you deal with it is, is. Yes. The way, yeah. And it is your job to work on those things. Absolutely. Because no one's a mind reader. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And also no one can like help you grow or anything like that until first of all you start the journey on your own yourself and then you learn how to express yourself and learn how to say how you feel like an adult and I've noticed that like a lot of us don't know how to do that and so this is what we are going to end the episode with and I also know that sometimes you can be a really good person minding your business putting love into this world and people will still find a way to start messing with you and put your name in it don't let me get my gun license because I'm shooting everybody she is not and this will not be used against her (laughs) she is joking I'm not Thank you guys for (laughs) listening. Bye. Bye.